0: Hello, I'm Elizabeth, an obsessive backyard gardener who might be
1: able to offer you a couple of tips. And I'm Keith, a landscape consultant, and I'm also passionate about gardening.
0: The one thing we both have in common is
1: muddy muddy boots. Boots.
0: We are spoilt today with two special guests. Double the fun. Our first guest is Trevor, Trevor, I should say, Trevor Barrows, the owner of Charmin, proud makers of biochar products. and our second guest is Matt Barnes from Easy As Organics, another Victorian company that produces the highest quality living organic soil. Keith has invited Matt and Trevor here today to enlighten us on their respective products and how they work together to help our gardens to thrive. So welcome Trevor and Matt. thank you for coming. Yeah. Now, I think we'll start with Trevor and biochar, because not everyone knows exactly what biochar is, and I think that's really the first important question we need to ask leading into our conversation. So Trevor, please tell us exactly what biochar is.
2: So biochar um, is a product that's made from biomass, okay? And in particular, the uh, product I make, the biochar, is made from walnut shell and pecan nuts and all that. Mm. And how it's made is via pyrolysis. So, what's pyrolysis? My oh, pyrolysis is a, a means of uh, combusting the biomass in a low oxygen com- com- combustion chamber mm. by what's called top lip updraft. So, you light it at the top and it burns downwards in a low oxygen sort of vessel and that burns all the volatiles off. So, all the volatiles are the organic matter in that biomass other than the carbon. Right. Yeah? Mm. So what happens is then you're left with the shell of what was the cellular structure of the plant. So it's like this massive sponge at a microscopic level. It's like a, a big chocolate bar. Yeah, you know those aero <laughs> chocolate bars? <laughs> yes. yeah, so it's like that, a microscopic level. Yes. But you're just left with this pure carbon. Right. And the, all the volatiles are burned off. I and mean, the pyrolysis process that we uh, utilise, then the heat is actually used in a malt process, a company called Voyager so what did you say
0: the, a malt process yeah well in right. this case
2: the heat okay. so the heat that's taken off the process process okay is actually used in a heat exchanger to make steam which then goes into a production process that is used to make organic malt right. for making beer Aha. so this is where you get into what's called a circular economy so you get biomass going in the top yeah so hundred percent of your biomass goes in the top around about sixty percent gets made into heat And around about 25, 30% gets into biochar, and the rest of it's just clean CO2, which plants can then use to grow again.
0: Fantastic.
2: And the temperature of that um, system gets to what? So, the temperature in the process process can vary, but typically it's around about 700 Celsius. And that's incredible. Ooh, that's <laughs> hot. That's, that's bloody hot. That's and hot. then at the actual, where it comes out, of the exhaust, the actual combustion is up to 1,000 degrees. It's wow. like it, when you're there, this machine, because it's continuous. That's the other thing. This provides, it's a continuous process. It works 24 by 7. Oh, really? Yeah, well, it has to, because the production facility is working 24 by 7. Okay. It has to. Okay. And that's the difference. We make uh, a consistently High quality, very high in fixed carbon, so the fixed carbon content is greater than 85%, um, which is very different to a batch process, which typically will be a lot less than that. And it's a consistent product, which is why you know, lights of Matt for his product, he needs a consistent, high fixed carbon product with very little contaminants. Of course, and 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 when that the minimum mesh, the ash content of the biochar i make is less than it's around about three three percent yeah which is
1: nothing like a a fireplace where it's uh, nearly all uh, all uh, useless ash and very very little charcoal but just tell us explain to our listeners just what bio what the biochar does to the garden it's been activated and how it's activated and then how it works in the soil
2: okay well there's two sort of methods you might say Mm -hmm. so what we call in the naked biochar. So basically, uh, so that's biochar with no microbes or nothing. You can use that as is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So as a product is itself, it, um, as you just said, it's like the sponge. So that creates this amazing environment for microbes and fungi and such like. It also um, creates sort of, uh, a means of binding the soil. So mm-hmm. it actually binds the soil, yep. um, which is very good in sandy soils like where we are at the moment, for example. Um, it also um, holds; it increases the water holding capacity by a factor of four. Yeah. So it's got those sort of qualities to start with, but then if you activate it, yep. Okay. So what it's doing, it's then trapping all those microbes and yep. fungi and all those nutrients within the, the actual sponge, if you like, the actual pores, what, what was the um, the cellular structure of the biomass yep. before? Okay. So how,
1: how do we activate the, the biochar? How what 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 do we do to to activate biochar?
2: Well, you can maybe talk about how he goes about it with mm-hmm. what we do, but, you know, from a, from a basic point, if you make a compost tea, yep, then mix your own, if you make your own compost tea, or there's various products in the market you can get, um, you just uh, you make that up and mix it up. Soak it with it. Yeah, you just put it in a wheelbarrow and mix it up and off you go. All right, I do. I've got a concrete mixer, which is not used for making concrete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> great, we'll get one of those. Or if you're in Matt's case, he's got a great a, a big auger. He's got a very big sort of what I call a dough making machine, but it's not. Um, it's uh, it could yeah. be used for making dough, but it isn't, isn't it? So. dough
3: making machine for soil. Yeah. For soil, yeah. yeah it's a
2: big so we window. need to
0: get a dough making machine and a concrete mixer. <laughs> no. now, Trevor, can I ask you, can it be used as an alternative to compost?
2: No, it's a complement to compost.
0: Complement, I say, okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. So biochar on its own is carbon and terracotta terracotta, there's this if you go goes back you know it's not new you know it's going yeah, on for yeah. thousands of years yeah. you know if you go into true uh traditional farming techniques it's been around for thousands of, thousands of years and dated back to the aztecs and and mm-hmm. beyond um so you know a bit of history there but no it complements compost so all as that comp in fact when it If you put compost with your biochar, as the compost decomposes, all those nutrients, all the microbes and everything else that's in that will be tracked within the biochar rather Mm. than just running off. Okay. So it's a really good complement to that. And then all the microbes and other ecology in the soil, particularly earthworms and all that, they just love it. They Mm -hmm. just go, "Mm, I love that and ingest it and everything else. Yeah.
0: How do people know how much to use? I mean do we use a handful do we, if we if we've got our compost okay. and we go out in the garden we've got the compost we've got the biochar what you know how do we know the amounts to use is it I mean and how often we should use it? Is it a handful that's, you know
2: yeah in so it's, it's typically a one to ten or two you know or one to five ratio depending on soil so if you've got a really heavy clay soil mm or a sandy soil like we are in this area, mm-hmm, yeah. it's more of a one-to-five ratio. If your soil is reasonably okay and you're just trying to you know, boost it, then a one-to-ten ratio is, is the best way. So, you know, one handful to you know ten handfuls or one handful to or two, okay. one to five of soil, that sort of thing. So okay. that's the kind of ratio um, that I would recommend. So, ha- so
1: I, the way that I, I work it is, on all my plans, part of the specification is that I, it's applied at two litres – Per square meter, right? And then it's incorporated the soil with 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 compost, and we get that from naturally from Vince, which that's part of the yes. specification. From Clyde and then compost, the micro, Clyde, yeah, from Clyde composts, mm-hmm. um, and then it's all mixed in, right? And then mycorrhizal fungi is added to that.
0: Yeah. And how often? I mean, once you've done that, can it be done once a year? Can it be done once every six months. I mean, how often should we be applying the biochar to our soil?
2: So, yeah, once a year is is good, but typically spring and autumn. So, you know, when you're getting into that growth season of, uh, you know, whatever's going, you know, everything's coming alive Mm. in the soil. Mm. And then when you want to encourage um, further growth and keep things stable during the winter. Yeah, so that's the time. But typically springtime, in my opinion, is the best time. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, so you're going to get the maximum bang for your buck sort of thing or bang for your microbes um yes. with your, with, your, with your biochar and all that sort of thing yeah. um, as it's going forward because you know that's what I found personally and what other people have that's done and fantastic. typically from just the demand for biochar activity during that season from yeah. from June through to sort of you know December is the time yeah for people uh, to do things yeah, yeah.
1: so we we've, we've, we've got biochar and now you are in this relationship with Matt yes so what about this product tell us a bit a bit about this wonderful product
3: yeah, so um, it's a bit of a yeah interesting history. So you know, I used to be in technology, both in tertiary education and uh, also in in the corporate sector. And you know, I had a brother who was um, a, you know scholar in, in microbiology, and his wife's an ecologist, and you know, good friends in uh, organic farming. And uh, and you know, I was I was increasingly getting interested in food production in my backyard, and uh, just. Started playing around with some potting mixes in, in my backyard and started uh, doing trials and realized that you know, what was out there was just really, really <laughs> low quality <laughs> and not very viable. Really, you know, yeah. in comparison to what I, I could make based on, yeah, some recipes that were out there. You know, Cornell University. I mean, it was basic stuff, but um, it just wasn't. Didn't to me seem like it was being applied commercially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. You know, and my, my partner and some others had an idea. It's like, man, maybe you should package this up, market it, and, you know, people can start growing on their balconies. And as yep. businesses do, they just sort of start, I don't know, almost taking their own sort of course. Yep. But it kind of led me, I guess, to where I am now where, you know, I apply um, – it's, it's it's science-based in the sense that, you know, what I've done is uh, really a fair bit of R&D around, around my mixes to mm-hmm. – achieve, you know, adequate and and proper balanced nutrient targets. Yep. Um, optimal physical structure in the media as well for a range of different plants, but mainly for food production. Yep. And beds, containers, um yeah, and I'm constantly doing trials to to um, improve even further. Improve further. I'm always improving but always comparing to other things. I mean I've got trials happening at the moment. So, you know, I can Uh, hopefully develop uh, some other um, cheaper blends as well but yeah so essentially what it what it's best for is for producing you know nutritious food and and easily with minimal to no fertilizer inputs
0: and what's it made up of uh
3: tell us the recipe or is that a secret oh no i can can, yeah i'm happy (laughs) i'm happy to tell you what's in it yeah so i mean that's all transparent that's you know one of our sort of foundations of, of our business is that we try to be we are transparent and we say what's in our product on the bag on the on our website yep. Great. Um, yeah it, so one of the primary ingredients is sphagnum peat moss which we're looking at getting away from because it's, it's not a renewable not resource yeah mm-hmm. so we're, we have yeah, been playing around with a with a cocoa you know, coral alternative um, and get some pretty good results but yeah I mean that it is sort of the base, along with uh, a quality, matured compost, vermicast, and scoria and wood fiber, and that's sort of the base. And you know, it just has a really, really good good structure, um, air porosity, water holding capacity, and everything. Mm-hmm. And of course, biochar.
0: Yes, I was about to say, where's the biochar fitting into that? <laughs> biochar is a
3: is a really important part of, of the structure as well. I mean, right. take away you know the benefits of the high carbon material, um, and then we. We amend that. Well, we're, I'm using activated biochar now as well, which I'm seeing a huge uh, benefit from. Um, plants seem to be getting really good root development um, and early sort of in the propagation stage, they seem to be developing a lot faster than they used to be. I can only put that down to, I think, more available nutrition and and some beneficial microbial uh, populations that I didn't have in there before. And, That's yeah, terrific. It's... it's yeah, essentially it's amended and uh, fertilized to, you know, some specific targets with um, a lot of organic ingredients, a lot okay. of organic amendments.
0: And you're talking about beds um, and, and containers. So is it really specifically for raised beds and containers? Or... Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So
3: yeah.
1: it's, re- it's replacing potting mix, yeah. basically, yeah. Right. Yeah. with, with a, a, an incredibly nutrient-dense <laughs> product. Yeah. But one thing we haven't really said is, what's the
3: name of the business? Easy as organic. Said at the
0: beginning, I did. Easy as organics. Easy as organics is the
3: name of the business. Yep. Yep. Yes, and it has been developed for raised beds, containers, um sort of. You know, you can you can push crops pretty hard in like a fifty liter container or or even you know large raised beds, and you basically the, the bigger the volume you go, the more continual success you're going to have. um I mean, I'm. You know, at home we've been living in this house for three years now. We set up raised beds and we moved in, and you know I've got just non-stop crops. Mm-hmm. Going Food in there. coming to your kitchen um, table. Third, third year of tomatoes in a row in the same beds, no problem. Ah, wow! So that's a good need point to, to make. My crops,
0: that's yeah. a good point to make. Sorry to interrupt. You don't with potting mix. You would normally change that over every year or two every years or whatever. Years, that's about it. It's had its life. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, because it, it yeah it loses any nutrient value. With um, your product, it actually goes on for, you can keep using it for a yeah. few years. It's
3: a continual improvement. I mean, it's better now than what it was when I first started mm. growing in it. Um, you know, I, I, I mean, look, if I was doing this, <coughs> sorry, if I was doing this commercially, I'd be, I'd be taking a soil test and applying what I needed. But, you know, at its basic level, I've created a uh, blend of ingredients and some of the inputs, organic clean inputs that we use in our potting mix, created a blend that's well-balanced and suited to the nutrient profile of this growing media. And we, you can just apply that, you know, what you take a crop out, put that in, at one one or two cups or whatever, a square meter, and, and that's it. And then, you know, apply your the best worm castings or compost you can get your hands on mm. to help break that down. Um, maybe with a little bit of biochar as well, add it in for uh, some, some structure. Mm. Microbes, available nutrients, that sort of thing. It's going to help break that down, and over the course of, especially in the first, you know, few weeks, it's going. It, it will it will become available to plant, fill in some of the gaps uh, where you know the previous crop uh, extracted mm. a lot of nutrients because that's just what it does. But I mean, just do that in between crops, and the soil is going to continue okay. to to provide you know bountiful this harvest
1: improves over so dry. that's a that's a product that you call rejuvenator uh,
3: Regen- right? regenerate regenerator yeah. Okay. yeah that's right regenerate and yeah it's it's just an all purpose fertilizer it works great in the early vegetative stages uh or when you're first setting up a a, a raised bed or even if you want to um really supercharge a, a you know a crappier potting mix or a you know i mean okay. if or if you're making your own potting mixes from uh substrates and um various you know homemade compost or worm casting that sort of thing and you want to fortify it um get your you know cation levels up mm-hmm. and balanced um you know that will definitely do the job i mean my, my distributor they've got a big um uh sort of area where they you know run all kinds of trials of different products and um yeah they just took some cocoa coir mixed some of the regenerator, and a bit of worm castings and they've got and, and they've put it in a food cube uh, i don't know if you've heard of food cube but mm-hmm. yeah great little sub yeah. irrigated planter and and it's looking amazing really good. really healthy you know the beans okay. are just taking off so that's cool i didn't know I, I mean i hadn't even recommended that before but yeah it's definitely a good just all-purpose uh, potting mix nutrient
0: is it suitable for all plants is there anything that we shouldn't be planting in there, or is it just wonderful? I mean,
3: I personally have developed it for um, food crops. Um, you know, I mean, I've planted ornamentals in it, and it seems to work great. I mean, it, you know, it has a high nutrient content, so maybe if you've got ornamentals that don't really like tons of, of nutrition, well, <laughs> I, mean, I can add to it because yeah. you know, from my own, I don't want to speak my now. my own home and
2: everything, not just one of the veggie gardens yep. spectacular this year um but also all internally i've got you know i've got indoor plants which take me on average somewhere around 40 minutes per week to manage just watering things like this but i've just repotted most of them with um living soil and some yep. of the others i just use the activator and the i don't know the rigor and the color it's just come back beautifully to clean palms. so i can again yeah, nice. just from my own Thing, but Personal. It's, it does work, uh, you know. One on indoor plants um, beautifully, especially with the activators. Yeah. You know, you got something in a in a pot and everything yeah. else. You need to take it all out and repot yeah. you know, put a bit of this activating mix it around. Oh, just a spectacular! I'm really happy.
0: And that would make life <laughs> easier too. Instead yeah. of us worrying, oh God, we've got to change it over all the time. That's this right. is just as cutting out that whole. Well. For a couple of years <laughs> yeah. cutting out that step, which is a fantastic, it was a big step. Now what are they called what are the products called? So we've got living soil.
3: Yeah, so living soil is our certified organic growing media that I was yep. talking about. Yep. All, all in one, no fertilizer, just use water and so that is it. Fairness. So
0: just water and you don't need to add anything else. That's the concept behind it. Because it. it's got yeah. everything in there. Yeah.
3: Obviously the smaller the pot you use, yeah, the more you're gonna have to supplement. Um, yeah. That's just how it works. But uh, yeah, I mean if if you're filling a bed or a larger pot, you're not. I mean, you, you, you'll see. I mean, the plants are just going to feed themselves from the soil
0: by so the cool. microbial
3: you know interactions that don't need any fertilizer. And you said uh, reg- regenerate. Yeah, sorry, regenerate.
0: Is, Living soil regenerate. But yeah,
3: regenerate, which is a blend of, of nutrients. And that's essentially what you would apply to the soil to restore nutrients uh, in between crop cycles. Um Obviously, we, we sell worm castings as well and all our single-source amendments that we use to make our soil with uh, for people that want to make their own or people that are a bit more savvy as far as uh, building their own sort of potting mixes. Uh, we sell microbial inoculants, uh, you know, mycorrhizal fungi inoculants. Uh, we sell insect frass and knee meal and kelp meal. Um, yeah, range of products. And, and now we're we're, you know, charging biochar and selling that um as well as an activated biochar product
0: you're charging Um, biochar what does that
3: mean so what we were talking about before so activating it essentially um and it's it is kind of like a yeah compost tea sort of process where you're multiplying microorganisms from a a compost uh, feedstock i guess you could say or um you know getting the best quality um biologically active compost or worm castings and then feeding the microorganisms with a feed source in our case it's you know good um you know high nitrogen uh, organic uh, amendment and just allowing that you know blending it thoroughly inoculating with some task specific microbes as well like bacillus subtilis and uh, trichoderma uh, and adding mycorrhizal fungi as well which yep. won't multiply but the spores are there you know for when right. you are applying it yep. um, and then at we allow that to cook over the course of you know 10-12 days and then mm-hmm. the finished product is yeah beautifully ready ready to apply nice aroma biochar. too mm, isn't yeah. it matt it it what's the good? aroma yeah. you mentioned what was that forest floor,
2: I reckon. Forest floor? Oh, yeah. the forest floor we'd like the smell <laughs> of that like that in a candle too, thanks yeah. too
1: so so how how are these products available for you know for, for anyone that wants to purchase them
3: yeah so that's what we've been working on uh, i mean they've always been available online so i sell i sell direct to the public. Yep. That's how they've been available for ages. Um, at the moment, I have a distributor. Uh, so, for any nurseries or garden centres out there that are interested, um, Dome Garden Supplies is our distributor. They're really good. They, I'm pretty sure, they offer free freight to, mm-hmm. um, yeah, to local retailers and in the Melbourne region. Yep. So
0: we have to look at your website, which is yep.
3: easyasorganics.com.au
0: and uh when you say free so you deliver to within victoria yeah
3: so personally um so I, I deliver within well all over australia including great. western australia and everywhere it uh, costs money but uh yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, uh, you know uh, some people some people are happy to pay that money um yeah freight costs are not too bad in victoria actually they've come down a little bit since um, they're high recently, yeah. but we'll also you've got it.
0: stockists who can we, people can look at the website and see who the stockists are in their area as well. Yeah, right? that's right. right.
3: And we are working on some stocks as well. So one new one we had was QP uh, seedlings, and and where are we? Right, where are we? South. Yeah. So they've got like a farm. I've just
1: I've, I've just had a delivery of uh, of, of some seedlings from them. Oh, awesome. Just this week, and yeah. they were uh, they were cells of of um, Brussels sprouts. Yeah, and they were potted up in your living soil there you go yeah. so oh, i will connection connection to be. <laughs> to have a good look to see how they perform let me tell you oh, looking forward to
3: it yeah awesome
0: now trevor what about we were talking about you're talking about the naked biochar we're talking about the active biochar what if people wanted to source some of your biochar how do they do it and what which one should what should they go for okay. what should the home gardener go for
2: so quickly i want to tell you something about charman so charman came about because i helped build i was one of the i'm an engineer Okay, so yep. it was, I think it's obvious. <laughs> yeah. But um, so I helped build the machine, the surprise is on and I'm called Charman because when I was building the machine, yeah, I was the apprentice, you might say, and there was a lot of, you know, biochar dust and things like that. <gasps> so I used to come out looking like a Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so i say, oh, it's Char Man, here oh, he is. Yeah. Oh, so you were black, were so, you? So, <laughs> yeah, I was very, very, and always well, a face mask and things. So, anyway. Yeah. Charman Stuck, and that's how the company name came about.
0: Okay. But, Good yeah,
2: luck. the the other side of what we, Matt and I are doing, and, again, it's all about the the naked biochar is available via Matt and, and myself. So my website is charman.com.au. Fantastic. Okay, and it's just be revamped. Please have a look, and oh, I'd yes. love to get your feedback from anybody out there. Um, but it, it all then directs myself, uh, everything via uh, Matt myself and myself in his business. But we also work in, in, in large scale. So, particularly when it comes to the naked biochar, we sell quite a truckload. Yeah. Wow. So that goes on to some, uh, some major sort of um, agricultural sort of projects, wow. um, some of which Matt's done. I'm also involved with the Regen Farming Group. We've done a lot of work with them, done a lot of work with city councils, particularly um, in tree planting. Fabulous, And That's street really tree planting—it's really quite interesting. Dubbo City Council was one of my major clients. Dairy Dry, part of Australia, yeah. well has not was. until recently, yes. whatever, but yes. traditionally, is. So they put dry the char into the in the street uh, trees, and it's a particular process done by that. That's but it needs a lot, so yeah. they get delivered by the truck. So one of the you know the horticultural, agricultural side of things. And we'll be really beginning to see um, some takeoff on that. You know, there really. is, at long last, a growing momentum um, on people understanding the benefits of biochar and its that long-term breaks. benefits. Really. And, you know, on the regen farming projects we've been working, no fertilizers. It's just all natural and everything yeah. else. Yeah. And get this, it's a wonderful feedstock, two cows. Really? It reduces the emissions of the cows by about 45%, oh. stops them belching as much. Fantastic. And... Basically, it's not the back end. so And when the biochar goes through, it, it goes out the back end and they move Take it all the around. Leg. But guess what? what? Here's the bonus. Dung beetles absolutely love it. Oh, really? There's uh, lots of studies saying cow poo with biochar in as opposed to cow poo without it. They prefer the stuff with. And then what the dung beetles do, they get it all in and they put it back into the ground. Oh. Brilliant.
1: Oh,
0: so you've got
2: uh, another like, closed
1: loop. <laughs> another,
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a beautiful circuit economy, economy yep, with yep, yep. cattle and, you know, to move around and that's just a
1: beautiful thing, yeah. So our, our association with, with Charman began when I was, I was um, hardware manager for the Diggers Club for those people that, uh, mm. that are listening, listening that are members of the Diggers Club. So that was where our association worked. And, uh, and from there it's, it's now morphed itself into Living Soils with Matt and I just think that's just a, an absolutely brilliant concept
0: I agree completely. So please, everyone, check out those two websites. Say it again, please, Trevor.
2: Uh, au. So C-H-A-R-M-A-N.com.au.
0: Fantastic. And Matt?
3: Yep, that's easyasorganics.com.au.
0: That is fantastic. Well, thank you both of you for joining us today. Keith, do you have any more that you I've would got like to add? More.
3: I, think, I think we've really covered it with,
1: uh, with, with our listeners. And, and I think that uh, if they're fair to about getting decent, nutrient dense food into their tummies, start using these products.
0: You've got to start from the, the crap, soil. The crap yeah. we
1: are getting at the moment is 20% of the nutritional value that our grandparents ate. Rubbish. Oh, isn't that sad? So, this is going to make this food just so good.
0: We're going to turn it around again. Absolutely. Thank you so much. It's been great. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Muddy Boots. For more information on today's podcast, please go to muddyboots.net.au and happy gardening.